I see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and for you And I think to myself What a wonderful world
Welcome. Welcome to our live stream audience today. We share a common vision, and that is to celebrate a world transformed. Our approach to transforming the world is completely unique and in alignment with some very ancient truths, and that is the transformation begins with you. Every week, Unity Minneapolis provides the opportunities to continue your inner transformation. And here are five simple examples amongst the many that are out there this week. This Thursday evening, Lessons in Truth, a five-week class on the study of Emily Cady's book on Lessons in Truth, begins this Thursday evening with our very own Karen Ani facilitating it. This book has sold over 1.5 million copies. It's required to be on the board. In other words, it's good to know. So come on Thursday evening, join Karen. Sunday morning, we return to The Quest. So Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., our study of The Quest returns with part two of the book. This drop-in class meets in the meditation room from 9 a.m. to 9.45 before service. Next Sunday after the service, uh, Global Change and Me workshop. Global Change and Me, looking at how individuals can impact global change and what it means for each of us. That'll be facilitated by Reverend Tony. And then next Sunday at 5 p.m. is the return of our online peace meditation with Reverend Tony. Believe it or not, it's only 12 weeks until we move into our temporary facility. Um, we have two requests for you today. One is please start saving your cardboard moving boxes for packing and deliver flattened cardboard boxes here to the Midwest room on the upper level, okay? And then go ahead and shop, quote unquote, in our ongoing circulation table in the garden court for free items seeking a new home. And so it's a table over there by the windows on the south side of the garden court. Free items. If you would please turn off your cell phones, um, don't, don't mute them, don't put them on vibrate, just turn them off, I would uh, appreciate that on behalf of many people here in the service. There's a lot more information on these and all of the upcoming events on the Unity website, Facebook page, in your bulletin, in the insert, out there in the garden court, or in our weekly newsletters, peak of the week, and happening at Unity. So now, if you can find this idea agreeable, Please give yourself and others the gift of this sacred hour. Simply set an intention that for the remainder of this service, you'll be here and you'll be now. We now begin our service with prayer led by Karen Ani. Thank you. Thank you. Let us uh, take a moment, just close our eyes and, and go down into that heart center. Take a moment to... Uh, be here now. Just drop your shoulders for a moment. Take a deep breath. And as you exhale, just releasing anything you've brought in here today so that you could be clear and present. Last week, we worked on our power of elimination. We worked on releasing any beliefs, any fears, any resentments that we've been holding. And we use that burning bowl, if you can imagine that burning bowl, and we released and we let it go. So today as we come to church in this new year, 
waiting to write on our white stone. And if you haven't been, be prepared for creating your new name. We have a clearer connection to that Christ center now that we released the old stuff. The epiphany is we are God. We are Christ. So we are those powers of love, divine wisdom, joy, ease, compassion. Today we do take on that new name given to us by our own divine understanding. We are grateful for that. And today I would like to include in our prayers as we're holding that vision of peace and love to the Vang family who has just gone through a house fire in St. Paul and has lost three of their kids and three others who are in the hospital right now and the mother. So really holding them in love and light and, you know, they're asking for financial aid, you know, whatever you can give, even if it's your prayers, your love, it's just really, it's heart. Um, our environment, continued prayers for our environment. May we continue to be mindful of what we're doing each day. And the Middle East, continued prayers of, of love and support. May they find God. May they know that God is bigger. God is bigger than this war. Let us, let us bring God to peace. Let us do our part today to create peace in our own community. So let us, each and every one of us, just go out and do that little bit of good deed to your neighbor, to your friend, to your community. And we say thank you, God. Amen. Please stand if you're able. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird. Praise for the singing. Praise for the morning. Praise for them springing fresh from the word. Sweep the rains new fall, sunlit from heaven, like the first dewfall on the first grass. Praise for the sweetness of the wet garden, sprung in completeness where his feet pass. Mine is the sunlight, mine is the morning, one of the one light, Eden saw play. Praise with elation, praise every morning, God's recreation of the new day. 
first morning Blackbird has spoken Like the first bird Praise for the singing Praise for the morning Praise for them springing Fresh from the Yeah, that's allowed. Let's celebrate this day. Welcome, welcome, and Happy New Year. As I'm saying that to you, I'm wondering and asking myself the question, how long do we get to be able to say that? I like saying it, so I'm going to continue and maybe break some rules. As you probably know, unity is a positive path for spiritual living. Have you heard that before? And we offer practical teachings that help us to live more meaningful, healthier lives. We also are a welcoming and inclusive community. And so if this is your first time, we love to welcome our guests. If you are streaming with us, we are excited to welcome you as well. If you are in the sanctuary and this is your first time or you feel like it's your first time, I invite you to take your courage in your hands and raise your hand so that we can honor and welcome, welcome. Back there, keep them up. Any other guests here? That rose is a gift from our congregation so we can easily recognize you and make you feel included and welcome. That packet of information provides a lot of important information about unity and our teachings and our beliefs. So welcome and we're glad you're here. You've also heard this before that no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, one of the most important things that is said from this platform, wherever you are on your spiritual journey is you are welcome here. You are welcome here. This is also birthday and anniversary Sunday. So if you have a birthday or anniversary in the month of January, we invite you to stand so that we might honor you. Yeah. And I'll ask you to keep standing. So Charles Fillmore, who is co-founder of our movement, has shared with us 12 powers. These are our 12 spiritual gifts that are ready and waiting for us to use, provided we call on them. Each month has an assigned spiritual power. And for the month of January, anyone know? Faith. Yes, thank you. The month of January is all about faith. This disciple is Peter. The color is blue. And the, uh, how we define faith, it's the ability to believe into it and perceive. So faith is the ability to believe, intuit, and perceive. And the affirmation is, faith blesses my day and paves my way. Should we do that together? Faith blesses my day and paves my way. One more time with a little more gusto. Faith blesses my day and paves my way. Thank you, and you may be seated. In the order of service are our core values along with our vision and mission. Let's remind ourselves of our core values, and we'll do that together. We are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. Get it? Good. Edna, come on up, and let's share the daily word.
we now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You're invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box after the service. The prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for another additional 30 days. The word for today is Wholeness, wholeness is my nature and the truth of my life. I see myself whole, complete, and a living expression of God. My thoughts fill my consciousness with the divine idea of wholeness. My words affirm this wholeness. Through my actions, I bless the life energy in my body with the right balance of exercise, rest, and nutrition. I live for my wholeness even if I experience illness. I may receive treatment, but I do not consider myself weak or diseased. I move through every health challenge with faith and grace, trusting the experience will come to pass. I remember wherever I am, Whatever may be happening, divine life is always seeking to express through me. To restore my awareness of wholeness, which is and always will be my true spiritual nature. And scripture tells us, my friends, your eye is a lamp of your body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But if it is not healthy, your body is full of darkness. That's from Luke chapter 11, verse 34. The word for today is wholeness. I know that it's true when all that I am 
thoughts and my mind belong to eternal time. My words and my song, you're writing them all along. I know that it's true. Especially excited to share our Whitestone ritual with you today. I'm curious, uh, any of you participate in our burning bowl service last week? Wow, most of you, yeah. So if you did not, you need to leave now? <laughs> you do not. But I'll say a little bit more about that, and it's not too late to practice that ritual of letting go and releasing what we don't want to bring into this new year. The order of service today will be a little bit different. I've got some comments that I'll share with you right now, and then we'll move into a bit more of an extended meditation where we actually do our Whitestone ritual. And so as you are coming in, you should have been invited to take a Whitestone as well as potentially a pencil. And so let's take care of the logistics right now. If you do not have a Whitestone, would you please raise your hand? Would you please raise your hand so we make sure that you get that? If you do not have a white stone, let us know so we can get that to you. We'll be using that in just a bit. As you hold your white stone, as you hold your white stone, I ask and invite you to take on this idea that you, I am as well, we are beginning the new year with a clean slate the clean slate. So just take that in, take that on. So first off, first off, true confession. I am a sucker for ritual and tradition. <laughs> and my proof point, as I was preparing for today, my proof point is in this box. In this box are 15 or 16 different white stones from the previous years. And that does not count the one or two that I may have lost, as well as the one that I had to reuse when we were shut down for COVID. <laughs> and so, on a very serious note, I do have a deep appreciation for ritual and tradition, and those stones for me are meaningful. When I look at each one in the year that they were, I don't remember the year, but just the, what the intent that was represented by each of those stones over that period of time. And so I have a deep appreciation for that. 
Research tells us that rituals are a good thing. Rituals are a good thing. They are part of the human experience. They make the human experience much more meaningful. They make life much richer. Here are some benefits. They contribute to a sense of community connection and belonging. Uh, We find ways through ritual to connect with the divine for things like guidance and comfort. They can also have a profound psychological impact on us in terms of providing a sense of structure as well as meaning for our lives. They often involve actions and objects and words that convey a deeper meaning that may not be easily accessed with our everyday language. Think about the symbology of burning that whatever in that bowl of nothingness last week for those of you that did that. Rituals provide meaning and a sense of continuity in the face of life's messiness and complexity. Bottom line is rituals and traditions make life much more meaningful, much more rich. I believe that our burning bowl ritual and our white stone ritual to come are the perfect foundation to begin a new year. I believe that with my whole heart. These rituals are based on spiritual law, specifically principle number two in terms of our Unity 5 principles. What's that? Thoughts held in... Good, good. Some of you pay attention. It's all about this idea of co-creating with spirit what it is that we desire, what it is that we desire. We do this with spirit using the power of our thoughts, and I say that we set the intentions... We set our intentions, and the universe creates or shows us the path or the way. However, however, sometimes that path that the universe provides for us isn't quite the way that my ego self had planned. And so with that in mind, we need to be willing. We need to be willing to surrender to something different and trust in that something different is better for my soul growth, for my actualization. Some of that stuff is not very clear, especially we're in the midst of that messiness. From a brain science perspective, I've got to put my psychologist hat on because I like to do that. Through the power of imaging, we are literally creating neural networks within our brain that support the vision of what we want and what we desire. For example, when I forgive someone through the burning bowl ritual, when I let go of that situation or that relationship, I'm allowing my mind to take on that more as a reality, increasing the likelihood that I will indeed forgive and let go of that situation or that person. With our Whitestone meditation, we begin to envision a future state. And through my thoughts and specifically my imagination, my brain is being ready to bring that sort of thing or that situation into manifestation. I also get clearer about the steps that I'm needing to put into play that are going to move me towards that future state vision or that desired future that I'm longing for. New Year is all about new beginnings. Last week during the Burning Bowl service, Reverend Pat made an important distinction for me. He talked about this idea of beginning again versus beginning anew. And when I think, and how he described this was this idea of beginning again, we're kind of doing the same thing, starting again from the same place that we were operating from before. And you know that definition of insanity. It's doing the same thing again and again, expecting different results. 
beginning anew is different because it's about beginning from a different perspective, a different level of consciousness. And so as you think about this new year and what you might be taking on, really encourage you to think about how can you take this on in that, taking it on in a new fashion or a new perspective, bringing that as opposed to beginning again. With the burning bowl service, we wrote down what we wanted to release, and then we literally burned it in the bowl, letting go, and that was setting an intention to rid ourselves of the things that we no longer want in our lives. And this can be a profoundly impactful experience and helps us to release, and, it, and, and, and we get a sense of, or a greater sense of freedom. Last week, I had a critical insight for myself about the importance of blessing what I was releasing. I don't know about you, but I had some difficult experiences last year, and I had this mindset initially of good riddance. I'm burning that sucker in that bowl, and I'm getting on with it. And I had this insight, and I think it's good to let go and to release and to, to burn in the bowl of nothingness, and yet it was important for me to remember, this is my insight, was that in those experiences, as challenging as they were, they taught me or they are still teaching me. So in some ways, they are gifts to me and my soul growth and evolution. And so I tried to, and I'm trying, <laughs> this isn't a done deal, trying to shift my mindset from good riddance to thank you. Thank you for what you taught me. Thank you for how you blessed me. <laughs> Specifically, this last year uh, provided some significant training grounds for forgiveness. Have you ever had a time or a period like that for yourself? And some of that forgiveness was especially forgiving myself. Forgiving myself. And this was due to a, a specific real estate investment that went very different than I was planning or very different than I was uh, expecting or promised. And so as a result of that, I got to experience lots of resentment and anger not good look on a minister, you know. And so, but truly, it got me, it, it was a lesson for me because I was clear. And you go, in this teaching, we can't deny responsibility. In this teaching, I'm like, okay, what is it for me to learn in this situation? On some level, I created this. I created this mess on some level. It wasn't conscious, but on some level, I created this. So how is it that I need to move through this? What do I need to learn? So I learned the lesson and don't get to do it again because the universe is generous. So, uh, and so I choose, I choose to reframe, reframe those types of situations in terms of what is a gift to me in this situation? What is mine to learn through this particular experience? And as I was experiencing this in the last week, I don't know if, you know, somehow the universe shows up on my social media feed uh, one day last week, you know, just right after the burning bull, this thing came up, it was a quote that said, every time you remember, forgive again. Every time you remember, forgive again. Like I said, the universe is generous, and we get to remember and remember and forgive and forgive until it's complete. And when we release things, what happens? We create a, you know this, we create a vacuum. We create a vacuum, an opening, a clearing that gets to be filled. 
And I would encourage us all to be intentional. What am I going to fill this vacuum with that's going to serve me? Because the universe will serve up whatever, and especially if we're not deliberate and intentional about what we're wanting. Today, I invite you to consider what are you going to invite into that empty space that you've created through the burning bowl? We've got the white stone meditation, and this is done as a symbol to try to clarify and understand what is being called forth from you to be birthed, to be expressed in this coming year. We do this by claiming our good, knowing that we have this clean slate and that we have unlimited possibility to create, co-create with spirit. The white stone ritual itself, this idea of the white stone is ancient. Back in the time of Jesus, when a prisoner or anyone that was released from captive or bondage or anything like that, they were given symbolically a white stone as a symbol of that, indicating this new name for them, this new sense of found freedom. And so as you think about your white stone today, think about that as your indication of freedom, freedom from what is no longer serving you. Specifically, from the book of Revelations, chapter 2, verse 17, anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying. Everyone who conquers will eat the manna that has been hidden away in heaven, and I will give to each one a white stone. And on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. That's where this comes from in terms of the white stone ritual. This specific passage refers to some activities that I would say are required to activate this, as well as some promises. And so first off, the first activity is listening. Listening and finding that still small voice within, oftentimes activated through quieting one's mind, through meditation, through mindfulness. It's tapping into that deeper divine self that's always there, but we have all this noise going on out here and in here where we miss some of what might be available to us. And this is not listening with our outer ears. You've heard this before, I believe. It's listening with the inner ears of our heart, trying to tap into that divine nature that's always present. And we develop this, with this quality, this deeper quality of listening by getting out of our intellect and our mind and coming into our heart space, that space of feeling. And we do this mostly, most efficiently through meditation. And this is about a process that helps us to quiet that chattering mind and to access the divine wisdom that's always there. We open our minds and our hearts to a deeper and intuitive knowing. The second activity beyond that listening piece is about conquering or surrendering. It says, the passage says, everyone who conquers. Now, what I want to be clear is this conquering is not an outer war. It's not about stuff going on out here. It's conquering or surrendering to the internal chatter and noise. It's quieting our thoughts and conquering those. So as we let go of that individual ego and that sense of self-importance, and we take that time to truly listen, finding that still small voice, we realize it requires surrendering, surrendering our personal and our ego to that divine and greater wisdom. 
And with that, it's a bit of a paradox here, as we surrender to that greater sense of who we are at our core, there is indeed in that a victory. There's a victory in that. And what is at the heart here is we are birthing our essential selves, just as our master teacher Jesus taught and demonstrated. The passage, as I said, has three promises. It is said, everyone who conquers, I will give the hidden manna, and I will give a white stone, and on the white stone is written a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. The first promise is hidden manna. Now, manna is what, from, from the Hebrew Bible, is what nourished the Israelites as they wandered for 40 years in the desert. This is what nursed and sustained them over that 40 years following the Exodus. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our movement, describes manna as, and this is from a metaphysical perspective, he says, and tells us that manna is the word of God and represents the realization that divine substance is everywhere present. Listen to that. This is important. Divine substance is everywhere present in every part of consciousness. Got it? In the days of wandering the wilderness with Moses, manna was provided by God, and the Israelites only had to collect it every day. Though the catch was, they couldn't save it because it would spoil. So they were seeking that out on a daily basis. So when we are in the wilderness... Of our lives, we're in a spiritual search, we have opportunities around challenges, things like that. That's where we get to choose, potentially, to seek out that spiritual manna, that sustenance to sustain us through the difficult stuff. And a lot of that sustenance is not always available or apparent in the outer world. If we seek, if we ask, we are given that spiritual energy and guidance and that nourishment. Another word for that might be grace. We are given grace if we seek and if we ask. And it nourishes both the body and the soul. It benefits the whole being. The second promise is that white stone. So back in the time when Jesus was teaching, someone served time in prison or in bondage, and they were released, they were given that white stone as a symbol of freedom. It served that they had done their time. They had earned their freedom, if you will. For each of us comes the bondage of past nonsense, past arid thinking, past limitations, whatever it is, old beliefs. Those things have imprisoned us or held us back from actualizing our best selves. And so having that white stone is a symbol of being released from that bondage. And with that greater freedom, we have a greater sense of worthiness. We are the beloved of God, one with the divine, free and unlimited. The third name, or the third promise is a new name. And in the Bible, we read of many name changes. For example, Saul, which means individual will, was struck to his knees. He was blind for three days and had to look within. And he was given a new name at the time of his awakening. So Saul became Paul. And Saul means personal will. And Paul means enlightened will. He's a symbol for us that we surrender to divine will. When we do that, we are engaged and aligned with that divine power always available to us. 
The story of name changes is common in biblical mythology. Uh, the prophet Isaiah wrote in chapter 62, verse 2, The lower consciousness shall see your freedom, and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. Abram, as he grew in spiritual awareness, became Abraham. Sari became Sarah as she grew in spiritual awareness. Jacob was renamed as Israel, and Simon took on a new name as Peter. And we know this Peter representing faith. So when we awaken further to spirit, we have the opportunity to take on a new identity, a new name, so to speak. And this refers to a higher level of consciousness, a greater realization of that I am, that divine intelligence. It's a new or greater awareness of our God self. And this is where we bring the ceremony of the white stone into the process here. On it will be written a new name that you will know for yourself. It's also important to remember that once we receive our new name or have clarity about our intention or aspirations or desire for the coming year, oftentimes that's when the real work begins. It's not necessarily we get it and it's a done deal. It's just like when I talk about the need to pray and then move our feet. We pray, yes, and then we take action that aligns with our prayer. We need to take action in the external that aligns with that internal experience in terms of prayer, meditation, whatever is coming forth from and through us. If I want some things in my life, more meaningful work or a relationship or things along those lines that may be coming clear in terms of that aspiration or desire, whatever it is, and the bottom line is I need to get off the couch. So, for example, if I want more meaningful work or a greater sense of health, I might need to do some career exploration or I might need to look at and potentially make some positive changes with regard to exercise and diet. It isn't about just claiming and it's there. It's about knowing it and then stepping and leaning into it. Several years back, uh, my Whitestone intention was all about peace. And specifically, it said, I am peace. At, the at that time, I was especially longing for a greater sense of peace. And that's what came up for me. And what's interesting is that year was anything but peaceful. <laughs> it was anything but peaceful. And yet, and yet, in hindsight, what I realized was, in order for me to get to that place of a deeper sense of peace that I was longing for, I had some healing and forgiveness work that needed to take place before I could get to that place of peace. And that year, while I didn't step fully or more fully into that sense of peace, I was clearly guided to experiences and people that helped to actualize a greater sense of healing and a greater sense of forgiveness that brought me eventually to that place of greater peace. I set the attention, and the universe provided the way to get there. As I was preparing for today, it occurred to me that my mother made her unexpected transition nine years ago today. And uh, so today, today I honor my mother, Marlene. 
And for all that she taught me and all the experience that I had with her that molded and shaped who I am today and who I still continue to become, I am grateful to her. I'm also exceptionally grateful to Reverend Pat and this spiritual community because he, as well as this community, supported and loved me through some really dark and challenging times. So I am so grateful for that. And uh, yeah, just, uh, just grateful. So as we prepare, as we prepare for our white stone meditation, if you're not holding it in your hand, I invite you to take that into your hand, just hold it, feel it. Yeah, just bless it. And I'm going to ask you to just gently hold that in your hand and then join me in prayer. Join me in prayer, if you would. Feel free to take a deep breath. Close your eyes if you wish. We're going to be moving into our meditation, so this will be an extended meditation, as I told you. So just get comfortable. Get comfortable and take advantage of this quiet and this silence and this meditation because I believe... I believe it's a powerful experience. So join me in prayer. Sweet Holy Spirit, birther of all that is, we open our hearts in gratitude for the gift of life itself, and especially, especially for the lessons and growth from the year that we have just left. We lovingly bless and release all that no longer serves our highest good. We open our mind and our hearts to that still, small voice, that voice of God, to that hearing what we are being called to create and birth in this new year. And so I invite you to consciously invite the activity of Holy Spirit into your heart and mind for the upcoming meditation. Perhaps there is a new relationship or career a new opportunity, a new quality that spirit is pressing out through you. I invite you to give your ego a few minutes of rest and let that divine holy self as you come through. Give yourself permission to know fully that you are indeed free and unlimited. Know, know this, that you have a clean slate and the ability to manifest your heart's desires. And so it is. Amen.
for the meditation I'm just going to give you a little comment about to listen to the meditation there's going to be about two or three minutes of silence where you can write on the stone so just again let the words kind of wash over you in this meditation and then I will let you know when we're going to pause so let's take a moment to just close our eyes relax the body a bit just really opening up the heart. Visualize opening up that heart, making that connection. Connecting to your oneness, your wisdom, your love, your understanding. Allow yourself to ask a question. Who am I? Or what am I called to be in this coming year? As you let go of old habits, perhaps those that you have released during our burning bowl ceremony, what is it that you are being called to be known as? This new character identity that you intend to cultivate in the coming year may be connected to that which you released in the past year. Let your awareness drop from your head down into that heart and then down through the rest of your body. From deep within your inner knowing comes an awareness of divine love and wisdom. Listen for a moment to that still small voice. Right now, in this place and time, at the beginning of this new year, I invite you to consciously surrender to the activity of the divine. Open your imagination allow wisdom to speak. 
Give that chatter brain a moment off and let the divine God, the divine mind in you to come through. Maybe you're thinking of a new direction in life, a new quality that spirit feels as if it's pressing out through you. Give yourself permission to know that as you release that which no longer serves your highest and best, you can claim those new qualities or perhaps a new name. This is a moment in which you know you are free. Free from all that has bound you. You are unbound and you have a clean slate, an opportunity to begin anew. Breathe in and live into this new beginning. And so as you are guided by spirit, I invite you to trust in this moment. Spirit gives to you in this sacred place, in this moment of truth, an insight into your divine purpose, an insight into your holy essence. And so in that secret place of the Most High, I invite you to allow yourself to hear the new name that is speaking to you within you. As the name becomes clear, write it on your stone. If a name has come to you, remain quiet and allow yourself to ask for a deeper understanding. Ask if there are any steps that you need to take. And in this moment, allow yourself to simply open to spirit and say, God in me reveals my true essence. God in me reveals my next step. God as me lives a joyous, peaceful, fulfilling life. And this is the time we're going to be going into the silence where we will wait upon divine wisdom for our new name. What am I being called in this new year?
very gently coming back into this space. This is the time that you can write it on the stone if you haven't already. There should be pencils in the front of the pews. Anytime you look at your stone, realize that you have the gift of choice, the gift to live, live differently, to live a more fulfilling life, to begin again, to connect with God and create with God. The white stone carries a new name, a spiritual identity, and a deeper awareness of your soul's journey at this time in your life. No one in the entire universe except your inner wisdom knows what this new name is. But it has come to your awareness to be lived out, to be expressed, to be embodied as you. It is what your true self, the divine, is calling you to be or to do. It is a whisper from your soul that you are so much more than you have ever come into expression. Jesus said, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Accept this consciousness of ever increasing good in your life and I invite you to carry this white stone as a reminder of this promise. A thankfulness flows over us as we receive our new name Along with it, it comes the power and guidance to achieve all that we desire. This is our new name. We see it, we decree it, and we are on the path to gaining greater insights and awareness and new beginnings. We move forward with a deep sense of clarity and gratitude as we fully embrace the gifts of this new year as we co-create with spirit. Amen. Amen. Blessings to your new name. Birds flying high You know how I feel Sun in the sky Know how I feel drifting by. You know how I feel. It's a new dawn, a new day. It's a new life for me. And I feel it good. Oh, play that again. I'm feeling so good. Hey, hey, fish in the sea. You know how I feel. River. How I feel Blossom on the tree You know how I feel 
It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. going. It's time for our offertory blessings. So let's come from that place. Let's, let's bring our energy, our, our, our align ourselves with that Christ center where we are so prosperous and abundant and giving and generous, really coming from that place. Our mind can get in the way. So really knowing that you are a generous human being filled with love and light. So if our ushers will come down, and you can take your tithes in your hand if you've already given through the mail or uh, online or however you give our QR code or the envelopes in front. Just imagine them in your hand or just feel that energy. Otherwise, take the tithe with your, if you're with somebody, you can hold it in your hand and we'll do our offertory blessing.
let's see. Do, and you can, after I say it, you're going to repeat after me. And it is in your order of service. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And let's do that together. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Thank you, God. Thank you. take a moment, we take a moment and just ground ourselves in that feeling of generosity, in that feeling of gratitude. And we bless these gifts knowing that we have the power to bless and what we bless multiplies. And we bless these gifts and send them forth out into the world to serve our mission of world transformed. And we see that mission of love and peace just rippling out into our community and into our broader world. Truly, truly knowing that peace and love are possible. And so it is. Amen. How are you feeling? <laughs> 
Yeah, Joy and Judy. Thanks, you all. Thanks for uh, music. Great job today, for sure. Karen, thanks for the beautiful meditation. So if you said something different than good or great, I'd say we need to leave now. So if you don't feel better leaving church than you did coming in, we're doing something wrong here. So are you feeling better than when you came in? Okay, okay. I believe it now. I believe it now. Let's, uh, I think we have kids out there potentially. A prayer chaplains, I'll get to you. Thanks for the reminding. <laughs> prayer chaplains, please stand. These folks, oh my, oh, prayer chaplains. <laughs> See, uh, so these folks arrived early to hold sacred space. They're here to pray with you if you wish. Uh, they will hold what they hear from you in the strictest of confidence. And I know, I know this from a fact that it will be a blessing to you as well as to them. So chaplains, thank you for your service. If you're joining online and you'd like to have live prayer, there is a phone number there as well. A couple phone numbers, so seek that out if you so choose. Now can I call the kids in? <laughs> Do we have kids? We are walking in the light, in the light, in the light. We are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, in the light, in the light, in the light. In the light, in the light, in the light. Sing, you are walking, you are walking in the light, in the light, in the light. You are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, 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 in the light of God. Thank you for that warm welcome, everyone. Oh, we're still coming down. <laughs> Happy New Year. Today we did our wishes for the world in our YES classroom. That's our preschool to fifth grade. And our sixth through 12th graders had their own white stone ceremony. And looks like they were having some fun with blindfolds. You'll have to ask them about that. <laughs> That's what I got. Thank you. All right, adult volunteers. Let's uh, move forward with our prayer for protection as well as our peace song. And when we sing our peace song, my request is let's sing it like a prayer and see that peace rippling out and enfolding our entire planet. Got it? All right. The light of God shows us. The I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence wherever we are. God is, I am divine, and all is well.
she's lining the winding road I got a name I got a name Like the singing bird and the croaking toad I got a name I've got a name And I carry it with me like my daddy did But I'm living a dream that he kept here You know the song Moving me down the highway Rolling me down the highway Moving ahead so life won't pass me by Like the north wind whistling down the sky I've got a song I've got a song Like a whippoorwill and a baby's cry I've got a song, I've got a song And I carry it with me and I'll sing it aloud If it gets me nowhere, I'll go there proud Come on now! Moving me down the highway Rolling me down the highway Heads and life won't pass me by. Come on, man. And I'm gone. Go there free Like a fool I am And I'll always be I got a dream I got a dream They can change their minds But they can't change me I got a dream I got a dream want me to if you're going my way I'll go with you sing it with me everybody come on moving me down the highway rolling me down the highway moving ahead so life won't pass me by sing that again moving me down the highway rolling me down the highway moving ahead so life won't Pass me by. No, no, don't pass me by. Nice job.